Welcome to Pocket Watch Podcast. I'm Zach. Cruz. Jake. And we're fucking Pocket Watch Podcast. Yes, sir. Laugh at us or learn with us. We're here to grow. And it's growing we're fucking doing, man. Welcome to Pocket Watch Podcast. We got a new guest for you guys today. Like always, what we've been doing for you guys weekly after week. You know how it is. That's right. We got Anthony S. Ferrero. The S, the S is for superhuman. <laughs> Super dad coming soon. Uh, my man my man is a judo, guitar, uh, freaking podcaster, motivational skateboarder. speaker, skateboarder, first and foremost. And, and you have zero excuses because he's blind, man. This is the most interesting dude I've ever stumbled across. We are so happy to have you on, bro. Thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, bro. This is awesome, man. So, all right. We'll get straight into it because, you know, the, the, traf- the traffic you're bringing, they're already tired of listening to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we talked about it. You're doing so much things, man, like. Uh, skateboarding, re- you know, you did the wrestling, you, you freaking play guitar, like you live in, you're living your best life, man. Um, and you're blind. Have you always been blind? Yeah, I was born with a degenerative eye condition called uh, Lever's Congenital Amaurosis, LCA for short. And when I was born, it was like, not, it was still really bad vision, but it was like, um, as far as like 20 over 20 goes, I had like 20 over 400, but it was degenerative. So as I grew up, it just got worse and worse. And mm. Now it's like uh, light perception and like some shadows during the day. Huh. Okay. I didn't know that. That's- oh, okay. So you, you start like a little bit of something, a little bit of faintness there. Uh, Yeah. Like in the perfect natural lighting outside, like maybe I can make out like um, if something's like darker than something mm. that like the grass is darker than the sidewalk on like a perfect day okay that's cool cool. but can't really make out like objects or anything but i'm lucky because i used to be able to like like i said like somewhat see so i could remember what like you know like when people describe things like a tree or you know the sky like whatever it might be like i know in my head i can like recall those things oh that's awesome that's good so that's awesome you're able to experience that but how old were you when it was like when like at the point where you're like fuck Oh man, uh, probably till I was like in like maybe fifth grade. I didn't even like believe I was blind. Like I used to be out with my mom, and I refused to use the cane. I refused to like do a lot of things, and I used to bump into people, and my mom would be like, "Sorry, he's blind." And I'd be like, I'd turn around and be like, "No, I'm not," you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then like seventh grade, I lost a good chunk, and then like junior year of high school. And then even like uh, two years ago, you just kind of wake up one day and you're like, shit, I can't see as much as I once did. And it's weird. Oh, man. Yeah. Man, did you go through like, did did your mom or whatever try to put you through any treatments to recover it or whatever? No, we like we went to eye doctors all through my childhood, but like a bunch of specialists and stuff. But there's nothing you could do mm-hmm. to help this eye condition. But there's like with everything there's like research being done and stuff so like when i was maybe seven or eight we went to the specialist and they were doing these like gene therapies 
and like people were getting some vision restored and i remember going there and being like oh man i'm about to get like more vision like this is crazy like uh you know it's gonna be insane i can't wait and then it turned out like after i did all the testing that i didn't have the right genetic uh like eye condition like my 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 uh type of blindness has like hundreds if not thousands of different types of genes and mm. i didn't have the right gene that they were uh doing the breakthroughs with and at so that I point bummed out oh it's like yeah of tough. course i don't have the fucking right <laughs> genes like oh yeah, my god crazy. dude yeah, it's wild. That's tough. but you know what though man I, I have to say though like even with the cars that you've been dealt like you have lived are more full of life than majority of people have done and you've achieved a lot more in life than the majority of people Jeez. do and it's, um, it's 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 like inspirational to see, you know what I mean? I appreciate that. I I just like you just got to live your life, man. No matter what situation you're in, it's just like whatever you're doing, like do it to the best of your ability and and take chances, have fun and you know, like you're going to fail a bunch of times, but you can't get where you're going if you don't fail and like learn from your mistakes and just keep going. Yeah, man. Yes, sir, perfectly put. I, and I think a lot of people, right? Like you're not the obviously the only person that has went blind or is blind that had a great life or whatever, but it's like the fact that how you document it, you know what I mean, and put it out there, mm-hmm. it's like that's the inspiration being put out into the world, you know? Yeah, man, I appreciate that. It's really just the time we live in now. Like maybe those people yeah. in the past haven't had that platform or like an opportunity or, you know, resource to be able to do that. And we're very fortunate at the time we live in. So yeah. and, and not be, and also not a badass. Right. Like, geez, <laughs> like, I, bro, I don't, I, I don't care if I can see or not. I can't skateboard like you, man. Like guitar is like a struggle for me. You know what I mean? So it's like you got some talent, bro. Listen, man, we all go through our struggles. When I picked up the guitar, I didn't even know what rhythm was. My, <laughs> my family, my dad used to call me stone hands. My family wouldn't let me practice in the same room. I was so bad. And like, you just, it's like with anything, it's, you know, how many hours and how much, you know, uh, how much like. Are you uh, willing to put into it? With, like how what you're putting into those hours, like yeah. how valuable the hours are. Because you could do like. You'd be playing guitar for 10 years, but not know how to do much because you're not putting too much effort into those hours, you know? Yeah, exactly. I saw something where it was like, if you, if you put effort, like it was like one hour a day for a year, talent wise, it puts you in the top 10% at that thing. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, they say it takes 10,000 hours to master something. That's what it was. It was the 10,000 hours. So whatever that calculation is in a year per day or whatever, that's, that's what the fuck you said. Yes. That's, it's like, you put some effort into it, man. I mean, that's true, bro. I mean, everyone can make excuses, you know, no matter Mm -hmm. if you got nothing wrong with you or not, everyone excuses are a problem. Yeah. And I love, I love what you got in your bio is like the only disability is a bad attitude. Yeah, that's it, man. Shit. Dude, we <laughs> talked about like an episode or two ago how Elon Musk is coming out with this Neuralink and stuff, and he's using that to like help oh, yeah, people see true. again and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with it. That's what we were curious about. <laughs> so, like, and, and like we're ignorant as hell, right? But, like, Anthony, you put into perspective, you know what I mean? Like, how great of a life you could live if you're blind and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, like, when that topic was first brought up, I was like, Hey, like that's a that's a good way of trying some shit, right? If somebody's super miserable with their life because they can't see or whatever, but like I look at you and I'm just like, no, this guy is not trying to risk shit. Like he's living his best life. Like why? 
Yeah, I would love to listen. If there was a something other than putting something in my brain, <laughs> like if there was like a shot I could take and I could see tomorrow, I'd take it yesterday. But like, it's I don't know, man. It's it's scary. Yeah, it's 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 definitely weird. Um, the whole Neuralink thing, but to each his own, you know. Yeah, man. So if it's gonna help someone. It's gonna help someone. Plus, these days, I mean, you're you're gonna be a father, man. You got a wife. You got a home. You got. Come on, man. You're and I can't dream, act bro. like you know, like people say, "Oh, you're so positive." Like, yeah, I try to be, but some days, like it's like anyone, dude. Yeah, depression's real. Like some days suck. Like you wake up, you don't want to get out of bed, but. It's about getting out of bed those days that you really don't want to. That really where the growth comes. Yeah, absolutely, man. That's what I'm I was about. talking to one of my coworkers the other day about his kids and stuff, and like, uh, you know, their little shits or whatever the case is, and they're getting old, like high school senior, whatever, yeah. and they're dealing like they're really having problems, like trying to help their character and stuff. And one thing I told them was like, "Yo, your kid never went through anything in life, man." Like. It's like, how do you, how are you grateful for a sunny day without rainy days kind of thing? Right. Like that, that analogy. I experienced some adversity. A lot of people, like I grew up in a small beach town and the people that don't really ever get out of here, they'll, you know, they're kind of sheltered and lack like culture and adversity. And I think the more you travel, the more you go out and put yourself in uncomfortable situations, it's like. That's where, like I said, the growth really happens. And that's where you, like, learn about, oh, man, I might be blind, but it's not so bad because I still got my legs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Dude. It's all about perspective. I saw a, um, I saw a post one time, and basically it was a guy that was, um, there, there was a guy that was basically, like, sitting in a wheelchair and was like, oh, man, I wish I can ride that. I wish I can, I wish I can walk. And there was somebody that was walking. They're like, oh, I wish I can ride a bike. And there's somebody that was riding a bike and they're like, oh, I wish I had a car. And it was just like, it's like, there's always someone in a better position than you. Exactly. That's what it was saying. It was just like, be happy for what you have because the next person made what, what you have. You know what I mean? Exactly. Perception's everything, dude. That's why like those traumatic, if any, right? Like, I mean, I feel like you have more of an understanding of that than we ever could have. But it's like, you know, we all went through traumatic events and it makes us not shits in our own ways. Right. Or appreciate so a normal day, like if nothing happens today, like some people are miserable from that, you know, man, my niece told me when she was like eight years old, she was like, comparison's the thief of joy. So stop Oof. comparing yourself to everyone. Hell yeah. From that, an eight year old. So it's like, damn, that's Hell powerful, yeah, man. That's yeah. powerful. So that'll always live with me. So I and like while we're here, it's like, I mean, as you're going through that progression in high school or whatever, I mean, you weren't always, uh, were you always like, I'm going to try whatever I can and I'm going to do the best I can and like really positive or did like. I was very fortunate. I grew up in, I'm the youngest of five and all my siblings, like, you know, they didn't treat me any differently. Neither did my parents, but my mom, she's the second oldest of 13. So I had 60 cousins that all grew up in the same area oh, and no yeah. one could treat me any differently. Like I had to keep up. So like we were, you know, skateboarding, surfing. I, I tell everyone, like I used to ride bikes until the day I started hitting parked cars. My mom was like, <laughs> so like, I love trying stuff. And like, if someone tells me you can't do something that like gives me all the more motivation to try and do it, you know? Hell yeah. That's dude. awesome. That's dope. What? Uh, all right. Skateboarding. So you've been skateboarding for a long time, huh? Not really, man. Like, I've been on a skateboard since I was a kid, 
but I wasn't really trying to get good. I wasn't very good at all. And then maybe like three and a half years ago, I uh, went to this meetup with all these other blind skateboarders and like really good skateboarders. And they kind of taught me some stuff to be able to progress on my own. So like the past mm -hmm. three and a half years, I've been doing it pretty regularly. And that's been like one of the things I love the most right now. And, and what did I saw you're ranked one in your division right now or, you know, where you're competing? Uh, no, I've won a few contests, but uh, more in, in judo. I'm first in the country for para judo. Really? Yeah. And then uh, I think I'm like 22nd or 23rd in the world. Ooh. Remind me not to fuck with you if I see you in person, bro. I'm a lover, man. Yeah, one love. One love, but I'll For drop sure. you quick. Like <laughs> no, that's awesome, though. Yeah, it's pretty cool because how I originally discovered you, it was it was around, I think it was like during COVID time when I first ran across um, your stuff. Yeah, and you're like, huh? That was the beginning. Too. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So I was watching yourself during COVID and I loved it because I've always been interested to know how people like, that, that suffer with um like uh like vision disability or vision impairment, yeah. how they're able to cope around with daily life and you're like, I'm blind, this is hot, watch me make coffee. Yeah, or I'm blind, watch this. Brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was loving those videos and I was just like watching those. I was like, Oh, this is really cool because I'm stupid. I was just like, I don't know how this all works. And it was really cool to see like all the different things that you're able to do, like in terms of like like uh devices that you have that are assistant with helping yeah, pour. like a minor tweak with something. Like, yeah. You know, and then like I started doing more things and then I just got to make it a little different. Exactly. And then I started seeing you skateboarding too. I'm like, yo, this guy fucking skateboards. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. And I started looking at your stuff and I saw like back in the day you were posting like a lot of wrestling stuff. And I'm like, dude, this guy is freaking awesome, man. He's been doing so much cool stuff and he's just living life, bro. That's awesome. I love it. Oh, thank you, man. So you, you're all right. So you're doing really good in judo. Um, Doing all right. I, all right. Well, <laughs> I would compete in the women's division, maybe. <laughs> but you did you wrestle in high school? Yeah. So I started wrestling in seventh grade, and I was awful, man. I went like uh, I had like two wins and twelve losses, and one of my wins was a forfeit where you're just going to get your hand raised. Uh. And I was like, I got to get good at this. I want to get better, and. I started going to a wrestling club like four nights a week and tournaments every weekend with my dad. And, you know, for the first couple of months, I couldn't even score a point in the tournaments. And then I was like getting pretty overwhelmed, like discouraged. And I was like, you know, I, I'm putting all this work in. Why isn't anything happening? And I switched my goal to like winning to trying to score a point. And then after a couple of months, I scored my first point in a tournament. And then I, uh, you know, one point turns into two and then it's just like kind of snowballs there and you start to realize your like progress. And then in eighth grade, I ended up going like undefeated in wrestling and winning like all the championships or whatever. And then uh, high school, I went, I was supposed to go to the same high school as my older brothers, but I had a handwritten letter of acceptance in seventh grade. And then in eighth grade, that person passed away who wrote that letter and they sent me a letter saying you're no longer accepted to this school we don't want to have to make any accommodations for you yada yada and uh it was pretty traumatic like you know not being able to go somewhere because it's something you can't control and i ended up going to this other school that reached out and uh i did pretty well i was like the captain of varsity for three years i won like 122 matches in high school um 
it was it was a good journey. Jeez, I didn't know that. That's that's crazy, man. Yeah, there's a whole uh, on Amazon Prime. There's a documentary. Documentary, called, yeah, yeah. We were talking about yeah, that. A so, shot in the dark. So that like that kind of captures all my wrestling career, especially my senior year, and then like a lot of other stuff too. Yeah, check out the documentary. Those watching, it dropped 2017, right on Prime. Yeah, I think like around Christmas time, yeah. Twenty seven. So I mean, and you said it was the start, like during COVID, uh, like start of what, like your shorts, start and- doing social media, really. Ah. Like I started, I had a social media, but uh, I didn't really do much. I mean, I would like post pictures and write a caption or whatever, but uh, I ended up, what was it? So like, my wife and I went on this. Don't when the pandemic hit, everything was paused, like judo, anything like that. And music was the one way I was like able to make people smile. So we went on a ten thousand mile, seven week cross country road trip where I brought my guitar and an amp, and we just like set up in all these places. And I was live streaming it to Facebook, and there was only like three people that would watch. And then we get back from we did ten thousand miles, seven weeks, and like. It was amazing everything we were able to accomplish, just being able to do that and like brand this whole tour and stuff, but with no following. And then when I got back, I was like, I want to be able to reach more people. Like, you know, that I was scrolling on Facebook and like the negativity was so powerful because people were like bashing each other about different opinions and it was time of the election. So it was just like, yeah, stuff. And I was like, excuse me, I want to make like a a positive impact on this like social feed because it was really bugging me and my girl was trying to tell me about tiktok and all i thought was it was just like a dance app (laughs) we all did she was even like you should do a dance with your cane it might go viral and i was like hell no i'm not doing that (laughs) and uh, i was like against it for a while and then i started scrolling through and seeing like people doing like blogging and different types of things I was like, you know, let's just try it out. I'll like introduce myself and like tell people who I am. And I had like 10 followers on TikTok and the video had like, I was just like, what's up, I'm Anthony? Like, I look pretty normal, right? But I'm blind and I t- list out like the things I do in my life. And then uh, I went to sleep. The video had like 100 views, woke up it had like 40,000 views and like all these messages and people following me and like asking, you know, all these different things. And really positive stuff and just kind of kept we made like a 30-day plan to keep posting every day different stuff and it kind of just blew up from there and uh it was beyond my wildest imagination like if if you would have asked me two years ago we have over a million followers on tiktok i'd be like no you're crazy but like it just happened and then you know slowly snowballed to other platforms too like you know instagram youtube all that stuff and was able to like because ever since I was a kid, people would ask me, "What do you want to do when you grow up?" And I'd just say, "I want to help people," and it just kind of really like you know being able to reach so many people and like help people and you know with the with the positivity comes a lot of hate, but you just have to kind of ignore that stuff. Yep. And it was just like uh, very rewarding and like you know it doesn't happen overnight. You know, but like you just got to put the work in, you got to put the time in and, you know, whatever you're trying to do, it, it'll it happen eventually. Bro, Amen. A, like, first of all, 
I can't tell you the amount of guests and not at your level. Right. But like the amount of guests we've had on that made a pivot during COVID. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, it was a time where a lot of people sat around and did nothing and just ate junk food. And I was like, <laughs> this is a time to be creative and like really try and like, you know, make things happen. Like I know a lot of people that just, you know, made things happen during the pandemic. I know a lot of people that just kind of slowly deteriorated. Right. Wasted it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the smallest level, you hear all the stories about people that got like, you know, they took uh, advantage of like the rent relief and like debt relief and like some of the yeah, government some people are just blowing on like alcohol and, and drugs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You know? But I, there's some people too that like went to school, right? It's like, yeah. Hey, I never had parents that supported me so I could go to school and they use that support mm-hmm. to like go to school during that time. And it's like, yes, I, like that's like the lowest level of like what you're talking about. You know, it's no, like, that's not even low, man. That's yeah. Pretty, that's just smart. And that's being like, innovative and creative and just like really motivated fuck yeah man this is awesome the uh the other thing i wanted to say was you talked about as a kid you just want to help people and you just want to put out positivity like you kind of understood what the landscape was like in social media world during that time and you were trying to kind of counteract it that man the amount of people First of all, like these these social media platforms, the algorithm goes off of engagement, right? But yeah. but I like as humans, you know, like when there's a fight at school, everybody runs to the fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, no doubt. We we love negativity. Like why? You know? It's so yeah, it's bad, man. Like I had hundreds, if not thousands, of people that every day try and like discredit my blindness and say i could see and i'm just faking it for followers i'm like i would trade you every one of my followers for your vision man right yeah shit but it's crazy people you know keep commenting it it drives engagement I yeah don't care. we actually had a post the other day we, we had some girl on and she was talking about how she was in a long-term relationship and then um that kind of ended and we posted the clip on instagram and Oh my God. Like, what was it? Probably like 70 comments in one day of people just bashing her, saying like yeah. some mean, negative, ugly things. It was crazy. And like, they were just making assumptions out of everything, too. It comes down to like hurt people, hurt yeah. people. Like, you know, like people that are hurting try and hurt other people to bring them down to their level where they just don't, they have no perspective in that situation. And they just want to, you know, it's crazy. Everyone's got an opinion nowadays, and it, even on things they know nothing about. So it, it's wild. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And it's just like, like, yeah, that's that's a thing. And it's hard too because I feel bad for the platforms too. Like, not really, but also like, how do you got to find a way to decipher Anthony? You're like ASF vision engagement with positivity versus like, you know, all these people trashing this girl on a clip engagement you know what i mean yeah it's wild um it's it's definitely upsetting at times but But, you gotta kind of become numb to it if you if it comes with the territory if you grow a platform there's gonna be a lot of haters you know no matter what you're doing like if you're the more success you have with things the more negativity it's like the enemy trying to pull you down like i'm a very spiritual person i think uh you know like the more God is on your side, the more the devil's going to try and attack you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And man, like, uh, I don't know, bro. Like, I don't, 
I'm, I'm sure you probably heard it, but like it's it's crazy because like very briefly talking with you is very much like your blindness is a blessing to a lot of people, dude. You know what I mean? Like that's some bullshit for you, though. <laughs> no, it's it's what it is because I always say like you know there's parts of being blind that aren't like that are actually like really lucky in the sense of. I don't get to judge people off their first image mm. glance, you know, like uh, judging a book by their cover. I have to get to know people for their personality, for what they're about. I like, I don't get distracted by a lot of these visual things that people are always distracted with. And I, I just kind of keep my head down and, and grind as much as possible. Yeah, Amen. that's true. That's super true. I didn't think about that. That's, that's a great perspective. How, how uh, do you feel like, I mean, Listen, being blind sucks. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you got to take the good with the bad. No, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like being short sucks, you know? Like Yeah, that's I'm me. Home. I'm I'm five foot five, bro. I feel you. <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. I'm like five seven. Yeah, he said he said, Oh shit, you know it's bad when he said shut oh, shit. <laughs> no, I'm saying I, I didn't mean to call out. No, I'm just joking, way. bro. It's all good. We're making jokes. You good. would never you know, but it's it's not like, you know, I've people will meet me in real life and they're like Damn, bro! I thought you'd be a lot taller. And I'd be like, oh shit! Is that like what are you trying to say now? How tall are you, motherfucker? No, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's good though. I mean, man, that it's kind of cool though when you put it in that perspective because it is. While it's like, yes, we can't appreciate being able to judge people, you know, first impression, book by his cover. But there's also something beautiful and like those that are in your life, you know. We know at least, you, like, you know their core, right? Like, you had to get to know yeah. all these people, man, you know? like Yeah, man, everyone's got a story, too. Like, you guys know you do a podcast, so it's like it, the person, the homeless guy on the street's got an amazing mm-hmm. story. Like, everyone's got something to contribute, whether they do it or not. Yeah. What? Uh, also, to the, uh, you know, judging a book by his cover and stuff, when did you meet your girl? We met in the end of uh, 2017, uh, like December, at the beach. Uh, my buddy, my good friend from growing up, he's married. He's now married to her sister, and uh, she actually introduced them. And then one day, I came over to his house after I just got back from Tokyo for like judo and stuff. And she had just gone back from like traveling the world and like living in Thailand for a couple months. Oh, wow. And uh, we met at his house and we both like, you know, had very similar interests. We, she was just very cool. And like, she was, um, very like off the bat helpful to me too. Like she would notice I was struggling with like getting around somewhere and she would just grab me. Like she wasn't scared to do anything. Like she's very straightforward and you never wonder what she's thinking. Cause she always speaks her mind. Which, <laughs> uh, it's a good and a bad thing, you know, but, uh, <laughs> She's amazing. And we like, I asked her to be, I asked her sister for her number and then asked her to be my date to my film premiere for my documentary in New York City. And then she kind of learned a lot about me in like two hours. And um, we both travel so much. She works remotely in like tech world. And I, you know, have to travel so much for judo and other things. And we were both traveling the world alone, basically. And we were like, why don't we travel together? So she would come me with me to tournaments and then we'd like travel around for like a week after. And it just kind of just kept working out and we just like fell in love and got married uh, 
2021 in uh in maine and like during the pandemic on a friend's property with like all our friends and family there it was it was awesome so you know i got really lucky yeah that's beautiful bro i saw some of those videos man those were awesome i'm getting married july next year i can't wait for oh, that no, congratulations thanks man that's no but first of all what a fucking first date like you breeze past that that's the flyest that's the most a lot of people say that i'm like oh shit it does kind of sound like no it's like hey like like the red carpet like all our fam all my family was there and friends and like there was a lot of people she was just like she was a champ like she was taking me around you know telling me who i was talking to like just it was so natural like even after the documentary, after the filming, we went to this like bar after and we're walking through the city and it's like the coldest day of ever. And it's like snow everywhere and stuff. And we're about to cross the street. And she's like, you sure you don't need help? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. And I went to like step and I like stepped in a snow embankment and almost ate shit. And she's like, <laughs> yeah, of course you don't need help. Right. And then she grabs me and helps me. So it's like, she just knew what to do from the get go. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. That's, that's awesome. Bro. From the get go do is important. Cause it's like, yeah. I mean, I felt like I could like growing up being blind, you have a lot of anxiety, especially in social settings. Cause you just want to fit in. You want to be a normal person, normal kid, whatever. Like I used to try and fake that I wasn't blind. And the second, like, girls would find out I was blind, they would, like, stop talking to me. Probably because I was an idiot for lying. And second, (laughs) like, the blindness sometimes, too, scared people away. So it was, like, different. And it gave me a lot of, like, insecurities. And when I met her, I just, like, I felt like I could really be myself. And, you know, like, I could use my cane and not be embarrassed. I could, like, just be who I am. And that's, like, the most important thing with a a relationship yeah man that's awesome even with your like cousins and your brothers and stuff like that's the same shit it's like look the anxiety is not like it's like no you don't want to fit in you want to stand out but also like don't treat me different you know what i mean no i hated standing out because i was like i always stood out as like the blind person yeah i was always like from kindergarten to sixth grade i went to a school for the blind in philly and then uh in uh in seventh grade, I transferred to the public school in my town and I was the only blind person. So it was like mm-hmm. culture shock. Not really because I grew up with, but I grew up with people never treating me any differently. And then like I went to being in the school where, you know, everyone's reading print and I'm reading Braille books. Everything's different. So it was like, I just wanted to fall in the background kind of, you know, but yeah. I used like, I tried being a class clown a lot to like kind of play it off. But really, I was like just so insecure. Yeah, bro. I mean, all of us. I was I mean, I can't even imagine, bro. Like I was insecure as shit in middle school and high school. You know what I mean? Like for the stupidest shit. I'd Like, man, like that's how do you learn Braille, man? I'm Uh, interested in that process. It was kind of just like how you would learn print like around that time of my life. Went to a school for the blind and they taught me how to read and write in Braille and it's just a whole system and it's, you know, it's not very hard once you figure it out, but it takes time. And, you know, even my wife, she can like look at a key and like write me braille notes. So it's really cool. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I might sound stupid asking this question, but uh-huh. how, how do you write braille? Because braille is like raised. So how, how would you yeah, do so that? There's, there's different machines. Like there's a thing called a braille writer and you oh. load the paper up and like, there's it's, kind, is it like a typewriter? Yeah. 
Yeah, kind of like that. Mm, okay, so so, it's, so you're not able to write braille with like a pen type of thing. No, hell no. Well, there's a thing called a slate and stylus, which is like you put the paper in this thing that folds over the paper. It's like pocket size. You put it over mm. the paper and then you punch holes into it, basically. Mm, okay. Using this little like uh, stylus thing. Oh, okay, that's cool. So you learn something every day. I was always wondering that because I've heard people no, say like reading, write, braille. I'm, in, I'm interested in how that process works. No, my girl tried to write me a braille note with a pen one time just poking into the paper but it didn't work very well. it's like what the fuck did you just tell me because i know what i just read it's like are you disrespecting me <laughs> no it was cool though that um, is sweet though dude all right you talked about judo a bunch too now man like so what uh when did you start judo in after my documentary came out one of the uh people that saw it was someone on the united states olympic committee mm. and they reached out to me asking me if i would consider training judo to try and make it to the paralympics and i was like why not and it was like that was 2018 so i learned how to do judo basically that whole year and then started traveling around the world going to all these different camps and competitions and just learning as i went and just being thrown into the fire i guess of like people that have been doing it their whole lives but it translates pretty well over from wrestling um it's just call it wrestling with like a jacket on basically because you got that like uh gi it's called a, a gi yeah mm. so it's like a people that don't know it's like a karate uniform almost with the belt and everything and uh i had to learn like chokes and arm bars mm-hmm. and stuff like that but a lot of it translates over like my style is very different than your like average judo person like a more of like a barbaric like wrestler okay type. Well, okay, real quick for stupid people like me, what is the basis of judo, right? Like So it it's a lot of throwing, like big throws, and then uh the key, the the goal is to get a full point. So if you throw someone from their feet to their back like clean, that's a point and the match is over, or you can choke them out or do an armbar and if they tap out, you know, you win. Um but the main things that are similar is like it's a lot of uh it's a lot of throwing like i used to do this wrestling called greco-roman it was like all throwing upper Mm -hmm. body stuff so it really translates over well from that and then you know you start off in these like you start off gripping each other and then you like it's whoever can get to the position to like throw the other person it started in japan during the civil war with uh like samurais when they would lose their swords or something in battle they would fight hand-to-hand combat with judo and like try and throw someone on the ground put them in a hold and then like stab them with a knife i guess nice <laughs> hell yeah that's dope yeah that's a difference because like everybody kind of knows like jujitsu and stuff BJJ. like yeah right yeah, like yeah. i do that as well but that's just more to help with my judo so once you get on the ground in judo it's kind of like bjj yeah exactly yeah oh okay, ah, okay. that's, like, that's ground and pound <laughs> that's yeah. interesting so what the um when you started judo i think it's fucking awesome because you already learned like how to like dissect your goals right like fuck i'm not worried about winning i'm worried about getting a point you know and then like building off of that when you started judo like was that mindset helpful or whatnot yeah it definitely was um i got lucky i had some like success almost right away with judo but you know the first couple weeks i was just focused on learning how to fall right and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it was like there was a whole bunch of stuff to learn but 
kind of just learn as you went, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. So what's the what's the goal? Are you trying to get to the 2024 Paralympics? That's like next year? Yeah, that's the goal right now. Um, oh, yeah. But I got this kid coming too, so it might, hey. it might uh, slow things down a little, but I don't think it will too much. And uh, I was really close to making it to the Tokyo Games and then uh, about two competitions before the Olympics for qualifying – I uh, tore my groin in practice like two oh. days before the tournament. So it was pretty brutal. I was out for like eight months, couldn't go to any competitions and couldn't qualify. But I was pretty close. And then, you know, it kind of happens. Life life just happens. You can get really close to your goal and then you get freaking pulled back a million feet. But you just got it's all part of the journey and you got to mm-hmm. keep going. So we'll see how it goes and just taking one day at a time. You know, I got practice tonight. so. Bunch of just training and hoping for the best. Hell yeah. Dude. I always say what's meant to be will be, bro. You know, that's it. That's true. Yeah. And it's crazy how, like, man, like the thing, it's funny how, like, as you go through that journey, how your goals shift, right? In your perspective, yeah, 100%. right? percent. You could have a one goal and then life happens. And you're like, all right, maybe this is my goal now. Yeah. It's uh-huh. like you got this beautiful wife, best friend, like baby coming. It's like, yeah. that's some. People is like ultimate goal, and then you're kind of like, shit, oh, yeah. that might slow down my judo. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm totally fine with. You know, like, I, my whole thing is family is the most important thing in the world. Hell Absolutely. yeah, hell yeah, man. How how is uh how is the um skateboarding scene and shit? Like, where do you skateboard a lot now? I skateboard at a lot of different parks. Um, trying to film a street park coming up, and maybe like. Maybe over the next year where it's like a, you know, video part to like a song and it's all different clips from the mm-hmm. streets. But I do a lot of like park stuff and, um, you know, I've been very fortunate. Like I got to skate with Tony Hawk. Um, mm-hmm. I ate shit on his ramp. <laughs> I, it's like a 13 and a half foot ramp. Yeah, it's a big boy. Up to the bottom. <laughs> uh, but just like, you know, I go to competitions and. They have adaptive divisions, so it's like it could be someone who's blind, someone who's deaf, someone with no arm, someone missing a limb, like any any type of, you know, uh, adaptation or whatever. And I've had pretty good success, you know, like I noticed my progress. I used to lose almost every time, and now I'm like coming in top three most of the time. And it's just awesome, like the community. I love skateboarding so much. It's like the first thing I found that I like truly love to do Mm. like uh, wrestling and judo, a lot of stress skateboarding. Not so much for me. Yeah. I really enjoy doing it. Um, And then just, you know, I'm lucky enough to get like flow sponsor from Vans, So they'll send me shoes and then a board company and different things like that. Yeah. And uh, just continuing to grow in that. It's, it's a lot of fun. You meet like when we travel, if we're traveling, the first place we'll go if we don't know what to do is a skate park because it's the most local. You'll meet local people and you'll find out like what everyone's really about instead of going to like tourist spots and stuff mm. like that. It's, it's very more like with the people, you know. That's really smart. Whenever you do the events, uh, what which events do you participate in? Do you do like street? What I do street and bowl. Bowl. So, like okay. Yeah. Okay, that's badass. That's really cool. That's, that's interesting you do bull though, because that's gotta be tough to navigate. Because that's like a really big navigation one. No, it's le- like actually streets a little more. Um, oh, okay. Because you gotta 
you got to memorize all the obstacles. You got to mm-hmm. feel it out. Bullets back and like it's like mini ramps and, mm-hmm. and like half pipe type. So it's like going back and forth, and it's a lot easier to map out. Mm, so okay. I I think I'm like a little better at bull right now than street. Shit. I I I I skateboarded a little bit when I was younger, and I used to think bull was the hardest. But that's because I used to eat shit when I dropped in. Yeah. <laughs> get- Eating shit part is not fun. <laughs> I always say you kind of get used to the taste of shit after you eat it. <laughs> Yeah, man, dropping in on those, dropping in on pools, man, and stuff like that, and half pipes, man. That's yeah, if you're not. Hurts. Yes, man. I I hit my head so hard one time because I went to the Vans in Orlando that was over by the Artagon in the Artagon Mall that is no longer there. But I dropped yeah. in like this big bull. And my step pops was like, "You shouldn't do that. You know, you're just gonna." I'm like, "No, I'm gonna do it." <laughs> I yeah. dropped in. I hit my head so hard. I don't remember. I I didn't see nothing for a while, <laughs> for a few yeah, seconds, and it was. <laughs> I uh, I'm a big believer and like advocate in a helmet like no i yeah. don't care some people like try and say like a helmet's stupid whatever i think that's stupid to say that no uh, that was with the helmet had a traumatic brain injury and like you know all these kids you see them doing crazy shit with no helmet and you're like dude come protect your dome like yeah i've had enough concussions in judo so i'm I don't want to hit my head anymore. Yeah. yeah. And that was with me wearing a helmet. If I didn't have a helmet that day, oh, th- yeah, how hard I hit my head, yeah. I probably would have, yeah. I probably would have had permanent damage for how hard I hit my head that day with the yeah. helmet. No, exactly. Wait, I think you said you had a traumatic brain injury. No, my mom, his did. mom. Oh, okay. How? Oh, okay. That sucks. Jeez. Dude. Yeah. Like, uh, 2017, 20, 2015. Uh, it's really well, actually 2016 but she's doing great she uh she's amazing my mom's the best she that's uh amazing. she recovered really well and she's doing she's doing great that's good to hear that's really good to hear yeah you can't fuck around with that stuff yeah i'm with you man but uh, you have a youtube video out about uh and some shorts about how to navigate a park since we were talking about that mm-hmm. how do you do that explain it to those that haven't seen that video yeah man. so um when we go to a new skate park if it's a skate park i've been to i already have it like mapped out in my head but if it's a new skate park my wife usually kelly she'll uh if but if she's not there someone else but kelly's the best at it we'll like walk around the park and she'll tell me everything that's around and i'll feel it all out and then i kind of like piece it all together in my head and then decide like what i want to do and you know just send it from there and then you're just <laughs> memorizing it yeah, it's all just mapping things out in your head. Like, all right, there's a ramp here. There's a rail here. There's watch out for that. Don't go off this side type of thing. Right. Yeah. Different things. That is a beautiful thing, too, though, because like those like we're all uh, have long term relationships as well, you know, and it's like one thing when you figure out like, yo, this girl gets me, you know, like this, yeah. this person understands me. And it's interesting when you explain it because it's like, look, I need help kind of navigating shit here and there. But nobody does it like her. You know, like, she knows. We're a team. Like, when we're on, like, when we're both on the same page and, like, you know, everything's good, we're, we're, I feel like we're unstoppable with whatever we decide to do. Does she ever, like, when you guys are arguing, be like, figure that shit out, motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely time. <laughs> it's inevitable. Damn. That's, that's funny. Like, that's awesome, though. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, that's love. Yeah, one love, baby. <laughs> Yeah. Um, well, you, I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious on no. one thing. So, since you are blind, does your other senses get heightened? Like, kind of like not daredevil, but you know, uh, it's like in a sense where you your hearing's better. You're the modern day yeah, so daredevil. This is how it works. 
because people think if you're blind, you're just born with better senses. It's more so you're using your vision every day and that's what you focus on. Me, because I don't have my vision, I'm focusing on all my other senses. So my hearing gets more developed, my smell, my taste, like things like and the feel like that all gets more developed because I'm relying on it so much. So it's like with anything that you practice, you'll get better. Yeah. So like, like I listen to my phone, my phone talks to me and it talks really fast, like to the point where not an average person could understand it. And, uh, my wife from being with me so long, she can understand it now because she's just been around it so long. So like, it's like things like that. Like you could work on it, but you definitely are, uh, you know, your hearing's better. Like my, my parents used to call me big dipper. Cause I used to listen to everyone's conversations. Like, sitting <laughs> <in the audience. laughs> yeah. that's everyone. That's no, funny. but that's true. Like if you see, like, if vision is a distraction, if you yeah. if you put it in that perspective, like the sight is a distraction, you get to focus on the other senses a little more. Yeah, you only well, my ears are essentially my eyes, you know. So right. It's like you really need those. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that makes valid sense. Playing music too loud. What if you had to paint a picture of me in my voice? <laughs> what do you think I look? Do you try to like? Visualize somebody by make- their voice. Yeah, do it. I think it'd be hilarious. Oh man, no. <laughs> do uh, it, man. Yeah, I kind of do. Like, imagine what people look like. Like, I imagine. Uh, you're not like. So you're probably a little, little stocky. All right. Um. I'd say. You've got dark hair. All right. And I'd say you're of shit. Don't get me canceled, but I'd say you're of the Spanish descent. Let's go. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yo, you're killing it, man. That And that's the hard part, too, because I'm like uh, I'm I was raised in Spanish culture. Right. Like yeah. like, you know, uh, you know, South Florida, Orlando, Central Florida and stuff like that. Yeah. I'm I'm very much a white, but I, I'm stocky. I got dark hair. Uh, but for sure, like I was raised in my wife is Puerto Rican, you know, like stuff like that. So I was going to guess Puerto Rican or Cuban, <laughs> but that's like profiling. Florida. Let's fucking <laughs> go, Puerto dude. Rican, so at least one of us here. You got a good sense, bro. I like that shit. That's awesome. That's hilarious. That's that great. Hilarious. Uh, dude, you got a, uh, I haven't tuned in. I am. I've subscribed Four bad eyes podcast. Yes, thank you. Is that your is that your buddy or was Yeah, that's my like homie. He's like my brother basically now. Like we became really good friends. He's an incredible skateboarder, Dan Mancina. Uh go check him out, Dan the Mancina everywhere. Hell but yeah. he's like uh he's sponsored by Adidas, by real skateboards. He's he's uh the real deal in skateboarding and he's just a great dude. Like he went <laughs> he went uh he has an eye condition called retinitis pigmentosa RP and it's uh it didn't affect him till later in life like he had like perfect vision until he was like 21 22 mm-hmm. and like he could drive a car he could do all this stuff and then they said it would be like a while till he went blind but he went he ended up going totally blind at like 25 and uh he relearned everything like he learned how to do everything on his own he went to school for it to like learn the right tools and he just really like 
you know, you can go one or two ways. You either give up or grab life by the balls and figure it out. And mm. he really did that. And it's really um, inspiring, you know, how he did that. And, like, because I think about that, I'm like, damn, if I could see, and then I just went blind, I'd be like, what do I do now? And he just started doing it. And, uh, yeah, it's amazing. He's became, like, one of my best friends today. And, uh, you know, he's got a kid, so I look up to him with that, with the blind dad stuff. And uh, we decided to do a podcast together over a year ago, and it's been a lot of fun. We've been able to interview some great people and just, you know, when it's just us two, it's like a great hang. So we have a lot of fun doing it. How would you guys meet? We met at that skate meetup I was telling you about. It was in Detroit, Michigan, and he's from Michigan. And I used to follow him online because he had this thing in Red Bull. And he was like this blind skater that was so like he was so cool, you know, like when I met him, it was like meeting a celebrity to me. And I was like, shit, I'm pretty nervous. Like, he just got, <laughs> like then we ended up going to his he had like a barbecue for his birthday. And we just like hit it off. And, you know, we really vibed together, like, you know, same similar personalities and just uh, just loving life and stuff. And, you know, we decided to because he had a big platform, too. And we decided to just uh, team up and, like, do, we wanted to do something together. So we came up with the podcast. Yeah, turn two bad eyes to four fucking bad eyes. That put yeah, Joyce, great fucking title. Put the forces <laughs> together. That, that's I really cool, though, because. Like, One of our biggest hurdles was trying to think of a name. Dude, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crazy. That, that's really cool, though, because, like, you had, like, looked up to him and it was, like, somebody that you really liked and stuff like that. And then now you have a podcast with him, bro. That's, like, that's awesome. They say when, you know, when you start doing well, like your heroes start becoming your friends. And it's true. Mm. Like, uh, you know, a lot of people I never thought I'd be friends with. I'm friends with today. And it's it's just really blessed. Yeah. If they're actually good people, too, because that's yeah, the f- exactly because they also say don't ever meet your heroes. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and that's happened a few Double times. Sword. One time I'll tell you a quick story. I went since I went to school in Philly. I was like you know brainwashed by all my philly schoolmates so like i was a huge 76ers fan all this stuff i was a huge Allen iverson fan it was when like ai was big yeah and when i was like 12 years old my dad and my brother and my dad's friend and i went to this uh it was the nuggets versus the nets and it was when ai was on the nuggets with carmelo and uh we ended up getting to like go back by the locker rooms and meeting both teams. Like I got to meet like Jason Kidd, like Marcus Gamby, Carmelo Anthony, all these guys. And they were like super sweet guys, like so nice. And I, uh, (laughs) I was most excited to meet Mello and Iverson and Mello was a sweetheart. He signed like my Mello Jersey, all this stuff. And AI, comes by and he's like i was like yo ai like i'm such a big fan blah blah, blah. he's like oh man i gotta go i gotta go and he like dissed me and then he's walking away and this like good looking girl stops him and he's like all i wanted was an autograph and he stops and takes a picture with her and does an autograph and takes his time (laughs) Right after he just said no to me, like this little like chubby blind kid when he came, <laughs> you know, I'm like all like cute little kid. And he's like, and then his boys, like he has posse with him who weren't basketball players, but they were just like his homies. And they were like, 
yo, that's fucked up, man. You're not going to show love to that blind kid and all this stuff. And then he's like, oh, shit. And then he, like, came back and tried to, like, he's like, oh, man, you want a picture? I was like, nah, I'm good. And walked away. Yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah. Let her know. That's how you do it, man. You'll never get. <laughs> Don't salty about that. <laughs> That's hilarious. I don't want that picture no more. Yeah, I don't. I won't be able to see it anyway. Yeah. AI is like, did you see how good that girl looked, bro? Yeah, yeah right. He's like, fuck you, man. Yeah, I was, damn, I was, I was hurt. I was a little kid, I was freaking. That's all right. AI is about to become problems for a lot of other people, and I'm not Allen Iverson. <laughs> Talking about artificial intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what happened? No, he, he made a he made a stupid joke. He was saying AI is about to become a problem for more people, and but he was talking about like artificial intelligence. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thanks, wordplay. Bro. I tried my best. Like <laughs> no, but uh, with I wanted to back to your boy, uh, your friend. What yeah, is Dan, Dan the man, uh. Do you like learning from his story? Do you think like would you have because you said it kind of yourself? Like I can't imagine being able to see for all my life like perfectly, and then like that shit kind of happening. Did, did do you feel like uh you liked your journey better than maybe like his journey could have been harder? No, man. It's like I said, comparisons the thief of joy. You can't Boom. compare yourself to other people's stories, or else you're gonna just. Even with, like, creating and stuff, like, you know, you have all these other creators and you're looking at their stuff and you're like, damn, they're killing it. Like, you got to be excited for them. You can't have, like, jealousy or any type of resentment because that's just going to carry over to everything. Mm -hmm. And with him, I don't know. We're all given our own journey. And that's, you know, that's just the way it is. Like, we're all dealt. The cards were dealt. And, you know, I like I said, I'm very strong spiritually and i believe that like god wouldn't give you anything you can't handle in life so it's just how we tackle it and he really did it right and you know i say like i don't know what i would do but i would pretty much try and do what he did like just i'm saying that now but like i don't know in that situation you know what i mean yeah that's why it's important to put yourself in other people's shoes in Mm -hmm. the sense of like oh you think you got it bad like at least you've been dealing with blindness your whole life. This motherfucker just hit it, like got hit with it out of nowhere. And it's like, uh, you know, we're very fortunate in certain ways. And y'all are, yeah. I don't know. Y'all are fortunate for finding each other too. Just like exceptional individuals that hit that same type of, you know what I mean? Like frequency. No doubt. Yeah. It's like that roadblock that some people cannot get past. You know what I mean, man? It's like, fuck. Yeah, and like you guys know, you talk um, to all these different people, like especially on the podcast, you get to like learn from so many people and pick up different things that will work for you in your life too. And like we've had a guy on our good friend Nick Mullins, an incredible skateboarder. He's like thirty now, and he uh, he could see perfectly his whole life till he was sixteen or seventeen. He went, he got a cut. He he fell skateboarding and he got this like gnarly rash and then it turned into MRSA oh. and it uh, Shit. put him in a coma and he woke up blind. Whoa. Fuck. Yeah. So like, dude, people, 
you got it pretty good. You know what I mean? Like that shit sucks. Yeah. Wow, man, man that's crazy. Yeah, and he's incredible. Like he, he's got a kid too. He's like one of the best skateboarders I know. So, you know, people. There's two types of people in the world, in my opinion. There's people that you know when they're faced with a challenge, they back down and they'll just kind of rest and and not grow through it and it'll like you know it'll really damage them or there's people that that really stand up and like take on life and and really push through and that's so important like listen every day is not going to be easy so Mm -hmm. most days will probably be tough but it's when you can lay down in your bed at the end of the day and be like i did it you know i'm doing it yeah and you fall into this cycle of like numbing that's the other thing it's like yeah Right? Do you do drugs or alcohol, man? Uh, when I was younger, I used to try and like medicate and you know stupid drugs and stuff, and it was dumb. Like, you know, you're also like just like growing up and learning things for yourself. But like, I've known too many people that have fallen into the habit of, you know, doing bad drugs. People that have died yeah. from it, and it's just it's not a good road. Um. I barely drink, man. I'll drink on like occasion and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And it's, I think alcohol is such a poison. I don't. I have too much shit to do when I wake up that I don't want to <laughs> be hungover because it affects me so much. I feel like I'm like, oh, and like, you know, it's just there's too much to do. Yeah, yeah, a thousand percent, dude. Wow, man. That is as was. That is awesome, bro. I mean, we don't want to take too much of your time, bro. I know you got the judo classes coming and stuff. Uh, yeah, thanks. But baby coming through just just married about a year ago, a couple of years ago, man. Uh, we're gonna keep following you, bro. We can't wait to see what you got coming, man. Same here. I'm excited to uh, listen to the episodes you guys got coming. Hey, bro. Appreciate you for, you know, it, uh, those of you that don't know, our listeners or whatever, we've been hitting him up for a while, and we don't think anybody owes, like, we know why it took you a long time. Like, we barely get a little bit of traffic, and it's and we can't respond back to anybody. So the fact that you can freaking get back to us, bro, and make this happen, we are so appreciative. This is so oh, awesome, man. bro. Yeah, I really you. mean it. Like, I try and no matter who hits me up, I try and always get back to people no matter what. Instagram DMs are the best, and then I send them over to my email. But I I really, truly appreciate anyone that takes interest, anyone that, you know, is out there hustling and doing stuff like you guys, not just sitting around. And, you know, it's, it's true that it takes persistence. Like, that's a good lesson for everyone else. Like, if you're trying to get a hold of someone, don't give up. Just... Keep it, keep the conversation going, yes, sir, yes, sir. and the time will come where it works out. Slide a couple one loves in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm doing some shit, bro. Try it. <laughs> that's, that's that's cool though. But no. yeah, if, if you're ever in if you're ever in uh, Central Florida, bro, let us know too. We'll happily go to one of your events or something like that. That'd be cool to do. Hey, yo, let's go to Disney. <laughs> <laughs> we, we live right by Disney too. That's the funny part. Hell yeah, man! I'm oh. blind. Let's ride the fucking roller coaster. <laughs> Let's yeah, go. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Oh, Yo, yeah. thank Yo, you again, bro. Up, guys. I really appreciate it. One love. One love. One love. love. Out. Thank Pocket you, bro. watch out. Later. Hey.